to the Icon Church podcast. Icon Church is one church in five locations. Our vision is human flourishing. We pray that this podcast helps you to flourish in life. For any more information about Icon Church, log on to our website at www.icon.church. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hey church, so great to be together today and um, my name's Nathan, I'm one of the pastors at Icon Church and I want to give a huge shout out to all of our campuses, to Chesterfield, to Sheffield, to Derby, to Rotherham, to Stocksbridge and online. Uh, big welcome to church today and also a big shout out to Salt Church who are joining us today. And I want to speak a message entitled Back to Hope. Back to hope. We're going to read some uh, verses together and we're going to read a story and we're going to kind of uh, jump in on Easter Sunday early, okay? I know it's next week and uh, we've got an incredible service planned for next week, but we're going to jump into Easter Sunday because this story happens as Jesus is resurrected, actually on the day of His resurrection. And uh, we find this story in Luke 24, and we're going to read verses 13 to 24. So let's read those together uh, right now. It says this, Now that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus Himself came up and walked along with them, but they were kept from recognising Him. He asked them, what are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them named Cleopas asked him, are you only a visitor to Jerusalem and do not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things, he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied, he was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death and they crucified him. But we, we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but didn't find his body. They came and told us they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. And some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but him they did not see. It's this phrase, uh, it's this phrase in verse 21, but we had hoped that he was the one. I don't know um, if you've ever been travelling in the wrong direction, that you've ever jumped onto what's known as autopilot. When you're meant to be going one way, you end up going another way. Recently, I just got in my car and was driving home and ended up at our old house. And we've just recently moved house in the last year and I ended up at our old house and I just entered onto um, autopilot. I don't know if you've ever done that. I've done it as well on a, on a big, big occasion, on a really big occasion. Uh, the night that I was uh, going to propose to Debbie, I had it all planned out. Uh, I was taking Debbie to a hotel and 
which had a spa in it and I'd booked us in for a meal and it was a really nice hotel and the plan was to uh, have the meal together and then enter into the gardens, which were, were beautiful. And I was going to say to Debbie, I was going to stand behind Debbie and say something like, look over there, Debbie. And as she looked over there, I would then say, oh, just turn around. And there I would be on one knee with the ring. Well, Debbie got to my parents and we were planning on going to the hotel. She had no idea that I was going to propose on this night. And so we drive up to the motorway junction and when I'm meant to be going south, I go north. And here's why I go north, because at this moment I'm playing football and I love football and I play semi-professional football. I'm playing football for a team called Stocksbridge Park Steel. Shout out to Stocksbridge. And um, playing with a certain Jamie Vardy. I know the comments are going to go wild right now. But I ended up going north towards Stocksbridge rather than south towards the hotel. And in that moment, I like panicked because we had a reservation. We had a time we had to get there. I panicked. I was anxious. I got stressed. I don't know if you've ever felt like that in your life, but these guys are on the road to Emmaus. Let me just stop there because I didn't finish the story. We got to the hotel on time. We ate the meal. I proposed to Debbie. She cried. I think that was a yes. We're married. We've been married for uh, be 12 years this year. And uh, so I think she said yes. Um, but these guys are on the road to Emmaus, away from Jerusalem, kind of going home. And it seems logical, but not when you hear the end of like their dialogue where some of the women amazed us, Jesus wasn't in the tomb. Some of the you know, even the disciples confirmed it to us. And yet here we are walking away from the place where Jesus has. Why? Because of this phrase, we had hoped. You see, in moments of crisis, we can lose hope. In moments of despair, we can lose hope. Have you ever put your hope in something, in someone? Have you ever said the phrase, I hope? Maybe the car engine light comes on on your car and you go, I hope that's nothing serious. We place our hope in many, many things. And in these moments we're in as the world, we may have placed our hope in many different things. We'd hoped we could go on that holiday. The other day, Debbie said to me, we got a holiday planned for the summer. Will we be able to go on the holiday? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. And she's like, I hope we get to go. But in moments of hope, we can lose heart. In moments of uncertainty, we can lose our hope and we can lose heart. And we can become heart broken. You see, these guys, I really believe they're walking away from, from, from Jesus and they're walking away from Jerusalem because they've lost hope. And in this moment, they're walking away from hope. We can allow sorrow to have the final say and our broken heart can lead us to paths of despair. Have you ever had your heart broken? <laughs> Maybe in a relationship said things like, I thought they were the one and there's no one else for me. You know, we may have said these things and we become heartbroken, but there's a powerful moment in this story. And the powerful moment in this story is that Jesus drew near it says this, um, it's amazing. They were talking, uh, 
talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus Himself came up and walked along with them. There's this powerful moment that even in their moment of we had hope, even in their moment of heartbrokenness, Jesus was there. There are some incredible promises for me and for you around being heartbroken in the Bible. Psalm 34 and verse 18 tells us, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. He's close to you. You may feel heartbroken today. He's close to you. Psalm 147 and verse three. Yeah, let me get that for us. It says this, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. You see, you may feel like you're heading away from where Jesus wants you. You may feel heartbroken, but today you can know He's close to you. He's for you. He has more for you. You can take heart today that if, even if you feel heartbroken, He's close to you. You see, we're into the second week of this moment, this crisis, this pandemic, however you want to call it, we're in these into the second week and things can build up over time. We can become a, a little bit anxious. We can feel anxious. We can feel angry. That's normal. We can feel all of those things, but we have a choice today to how we respond. And even in moments where we feel anxious and angry and heartbroken, we can know that God is near that God is near and He's for us. We might feel crazy, but we don't have to act crazy. And I want to encourage us today, let Jesus bring us back to hope today. Let us be a people full of hope today, full of hope, full of a future that God has for us, because I really believe this, hope can arise in the middle of the worst situations, that hope can arise in the middle of the worst situations. Like I said, He journeyed with these men. I really believe Jesus wants to reveal Himself through His, His Word. You know, it, it goes on to tells, uh, tell us that Jesus began to open Scripture to each and about, about Himself and uh, to these guys. And He opened Scripture to reveal Himself he revealed Himself through Scripture, but He also then sat down for a meal with them. He revealed Himself through hospitality, through relationship, and through a moment where they'd lost perspective. They'd lost where they were going, who Jesus was, what He'd said, what they'd experienced. When they'd lost that perspective, they began to lose hope. But today, we can know even if we've lost perspective that today we can get perspective back and begin to hope again. In the moments where we say we had hoped, we can begin to lose perspective and we begin to panic before we ponder. But let's go the other way. Let's ponder before we panic. Let's begin to get perspective back. Yes, the situation doesn't have to change, but here's what can change my spirit can change and my hope can change. I, I also want to highlight in this story that it was these two guys. They'd been, they'd heard the stories that the women who'd been to the tomb, they said it was empty. They'd heard the stories, the disciples went, it was empty, but it was only these two that were kind of walking away. Maybe that's because they just lived in the same place or even, even shared a house together. Or maybe it was because actually who we listened to and who we talked to uh, 
you know, makes a huge difference to our perspective who we listen to and who we talk to and who we're gonna surround ourselves with and the voices we surround ourselves with uh, determines our perspective. I wonder if these two guys were, were the guys who were like, we had hoped. They were the we had hoped guys and they were willing to walk away. I believe for many people, hope can be hanging in the balance for many. And here's what can happen. It's who we listen to, who we talk to that can determine where our hope can go. I want to share an incredible verse from Proverbs 13 and verse 12 it is. And it's so powerful for us around hope. It says this, Hope deferred makes the heart sick. There was this hope. These guys had this hope, but it seemed to be delayed. It seemed to be deferred. It seemed to not be happening. And there was this heartbrokenness. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But listen to this, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. There's life for me and you. There's life for each and every one of us. And this life centers around knowing Jesus. I said it earlier, when he was talking to these guys, when he was talking to these two people on the road, he began to open the Scriptures. Let me tell you what it says, Luke 24 and verse 27, it says, And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, Jesus, He explained to them what was said in all the Scriptures concerning Him. He he's, he's begins to open up who He is. He begins to open up this relationship and through the Scriptures, all of this begins to unfold in front of their eyes. And here's what happens. Brokenness can turn into belief. It's a moment where we go back to hope by placing our hope in Jesus and who He is. So whoever we are today, whatever situation we may find ourselves in, it may not even be the situation that we're in today, but we can all lose hope in moments. We can all have moments we had hoped. We can all feel anxious. We can all feel angry. We can all feel a little bit crazy. But today, let's get some perspective and let's reveal who Jesus is in our lives. So I just wanna highlight a couple of things of who Jesus is for us. The first one is this, Jesus is for us. Jesus is for us. Have you ever hung around some people who were really good at something? They were really good at, uh, I know like for me, I've uh, had the privilege of hanging around uh, some professional footballers and some of my friends are professional footballers. And when you hang around them, there's this tendency to like try and impress them. I remember once actually, I played in a six aside league and uh, in the summer we used to have uh, one of the Chesterfield players, when Chesterfield were half decent and in League One, uh, we used to have one of the Chesterfield players who used to come and play with us. And I remember when he came, I was like, I had to try and impress him. I had to try and impress him. And I remember once he just grabbed me and said, you're trying too hard, just enjoy the game. Just enjoy the game. Don't worry about who's here. Just enjoy the game. And, and sometimes we feel like this with our relationship with Jesus. We've got to try and impress Him. We've got to try and impress Him with our big faith. We've got to try and impress Him with, with our, our, our courage. We've got to try and impress Him. But actually more than that, He wants relationship. 
You know, in these times we may feel things and, and, and we think, oh, that's it. I've walked away from Jesus. I've gone away from Him. But no, come back to hope because He's for you today. And no matter what you're feeling, you can come to Jesus in relationship. You're feeling brokenhearted today. He's for you and He's close to you and He's with you. You know, we think He has to be impressed by us. But actually, He's for us. And this should lead us into a hope in the future and a confidence that we can come to Jesus with whatever we have. Just enjoy the journey. Know Him. Know He's for us. There's a promise attached to Him being for us. and I, I, I love this. Uh, in Romans 8 and verse 31, uh, it's one of my favourite verses. It says this, What then shall we say in response of this? Wow. What shall we say in response of this? If God is for us, who can be against us? The promise is this, that if God is for us, nothing can stand against us. And the power in this is that what shall we say in response of this? What shall we say in response of what's happening? What shall we say in response? No, God is for us. And so we're gonna place our hope in God and who He is. What shall we say in response to despair and shame and guilt? What shall we say in response to anxiety and, and feeling angry? No, no, no. If God is for us, who can stand against us? He's for us. And that should build us our hope today and bring us back to hope that He is for us, that Jesus is for you, whatever you're facing. The second thing that I wanna highlight about Jesus is that He is grace. Jesus is grace. I wanna read um, John 1. And uh, I'm gonna read three verses from John 1, 14 to 17. I actually read these the other day and it says this, The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. This is talking about Jesus. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Full of grace and truth. John testifies concerning Him. He cries out saying, This was He of whom I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me because He was before me. From the fullness, fullness of His grace, we have all received one blessing after another for the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth was given. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. I love these verses because grace, these per verses paint a picture that grace is God meeting us at our point of need. Jesus, who came full of grace and truth. Two guys walking away on a road to Emmaus, heartbroken, like hope dashed, hope gone, but grace came and met them at their point of need because grace is a person, grace is Jesus. And when you begin to know Jesus, you begin to know His grace. You know, I've come to realise in my life that Jesus, it tells us in the Scripture, is the visible image of the invisible God. So I wanna know what God is like, I look to Jesus. If you want to know what God thinks about you, look to Jesus. You see, Jesus would hang out with uh, all sorts of people. He would hang out with sinners and tax collectors. He would, he, he, he would set free, uh, you know, 
accept prostitutes and heal people that hadn't done anything for him. He accepted every single person. He would go for dinner with people. Why? Because of grace. It's the unmerited favour of God. It's Jesus. It's who He is and it's who He is for us. And we can come back to hope knowing who He is in our lives, knowing He is the grace that we all need, knowing He is the grace that every single one of us needs in these moments. It's not just for a few, but for every one of us. So I want to say today, it's time to come back to hope. It's time to come back to hope, to get a perspective of Jesus. Pick up your Bible, begin to read who He is. Read Jesus every day. Read Him every day. Get in His presence. Get in His presence. Put on some worship music. Get in prayer. Make a, make a statement that I'm gonna get in His presence because He'll lead me back to hope. I'm feeling crazy and I wanna act crazy, but I'm gonna get some perspective and I'm gonna put myself in the presence of Jesus in these moments. And I'm also gonna surround myself with people of hope. I know that's difficult when we're Called, it's called in our world social distancing, but we're calling it physical distancing because we have great tools available where we can socially connect. And I want to encourage you, get around people of hope today. I love the ending of this story that we read right at the start in Luke 24 because they hear Jesus, they hear His words, they hear the Scripture, Jesus reveals Himself, He begins to break bread and he thanks God for it and their eyes are open. There's this relationship that's been restored and we're gonna pick it up in verse 30 where it tells us when, he, when Jesus was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognised him and he disappeared from their sight. And they asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us? while He talked with us on the road and opened the Scripture to us. I'm believing that your hearts are gonna be burning, that actually are gonna be set on fire, that you're gonna come back to hope today as you open Scripture. And in this moment, I believe Holy Spirit is bringing you back to hope. Then verse 33, they got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. They returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the 11 and those with them assembled together. They returned back to the place Jesus wanted them. I think this is so powerful. It was where Jesus wanted them. Back to hope, back to there's a future. Whoever we are, don't allow a lack of hope, a broken heart, to lead us into a place of obscurity, to lead us into a place where we, we, we seem to have no hope, but today come back to hope. Jesus in this moment doesn't think, oh, they're gone. He doesn't cut his losses. He doesn't bunker down with all those who are still around. He goes after the one. I want to encourage us as Icon Church, let's go after the ones. Let's go after those who, uh, it seems like there's no hope, feel brokenhearted. Let's go after those ones. Let's help them come back to hope. And I believe right now, Jesus is calling some of us to draw near to Him to draw near to Him in this moment. For some of us, it's a moment to come back to hope. Some of us, it's to start that relationship with Him, a real relationship with Him, that today is your moment to come back to hope. 
And here's what's going to happen. Our hosts are going to just put up a, 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 a message in our comments uh, on Church Online where you can click a button and say, I'm raising my hand. I need to come into relationship with Jesus. That'll come up right now. Or if you're watching on YouTube, you can comment and let us know that you're making this decision to come into relationship with Jesus. Don't wait for another moment. This is your moment. The Bible tells us today is the day for salvation. So this is your moment to come back to hope, to begin to hope again, to trust in Jesus, a Jesus who is for you, a Jesus who has a future for you, a Jesus who is full of grace, that no matter what has happened in your life, that nothing can separate you from His love. And today you can know that hope. So that's you, click that button right now, put a comment in and we'd love to pray with you in this moment and celebrate with you, knowing that you're making that decision to follow Jesus. So good that many people make that decision every single week in Icon Church and we celebrate all the time. And if you're making that decision today, you've clicked that button, you've put a comment in the YouTube, then uh, our host will just put a little message in that just gives you a link to a form because we'd love to connect with you. We'd love to know today that you're making that decision and we'd love to help you on this journey of knowing Jesus. I love this story because Jesus walked with these guys. He didn't bring shame or guilt. He brought grace and that grace is available for you. There's still time. You want to make that decision. Click that button right now. Put a comment in. Let us know you're making that decision. Let me pray for us. And I'm going to pray for each and every one of us. And wherever you are right now, sat in your front room, your kitchen, your bedroom, watching on a laptop, a TV screen, on a phone, wherever. I want you to open your heart to God's Spirit right now because I believe that you can come back to hope. You've been feeling anxious. You've been feeling worried. That's all normal. But actually today we can hope in the Lord because He is our strength. After I've prayed, our team, our creative team are going to lead us in a song and they're going to sing a song of hope over our lives. Let's hope in Jesus today. So let's open our hearts to God's Holy Spirit right now as I pray for us. Jesus, I thank you for every single person who's, jo who's joining us in this service. And I pray right now that we would come back to hope. I pray where we've wandered away, that we would journey with you through your scripture, through your presence, back to hope, back to the place that you have for us. I pray today that whatever may be going on, that we would realise and have perspective that you, you are for us and that you are full of grace for each and every one of us. I pray that right there in homes, right there where people are, that your Holy Spirit would be at work and that we would come back to home. And so today, Jesus, we want to give you all the honour, all the glory and all the praise. And everyone said, Amen, Amen. The creative team are going to lead us now, but let's come back to hope. Let's return to hope this week. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this podcast from Icon Church. If you'd like any more information about Icon Church, log on to our website at www.icon.church. Have the best week.